Welcome back to Ranking Things Season Two. This is uh, the first episode of the new season. Uh, took a took a you know calm six months off. Uh, now we're going to be back at it for a few episodes. I got a lot of exciting ones uh, lined up, uh, but really pumped about today's. I have my brother Luke Jelano on to rank Disney movies. This is another classic example of talking to someone who's much more of an expert than me on something, and Luke, uh, as you'll see, clearly outclasses me in this conversation. Uh, but this is a uh, this was really fun. Uh, he's one of the funniest people I know, so I know you'll enjoy this. Really excited to uh, to again get back to uh, podcasting. So here is um, Disney movies uh, with Luke. Let me know if you want to rank something, and uh, talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. I haven't figured out how to do introductions on this show. I've been, I've done, I've made like thirty episodes, and especially for you, uh, this is my my brother, my original friend. I always say some awkward thing about like a really good friend of mine, or like try to establish some kind of like uh-huh. friendship history. Yeah. But uh, welcome, Luke. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This is very exciting. I feel very honored to. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how many episodes you've done before you thought, hey, I should talk to my brother about stuff. But <laughs> well, I'm like you're what, a, 12th you're, or something. No, you're, uh, there's, there's more than that, but you're the debut. Oh, wow. You're <laughs> the debut. Okay. Oh, well, I'm glad you've listened to an episode. Oh, wait. I you, have not listened to an episode. No. <laughs> you haven't listened to an episode. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Um, the, uh, but you're the, this is the first episode of season two, so you're the... Uh, oh, the season, the season, season premiere. premiere. Okay, well, that's, yeah. that's good. Yeah, so it's, right, a, it's a place sense. of high honor. How long has it been since the, the episode? Um, well, I think it's like March. Oh, Obviously, wow. March or April. Okay. So, yeah, I did it people, for like... People want it back. People want it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm always amazed people listen, but but I'm really excited you're here. Um, I think you're, you know, you're one of the funniest people I know. I know you're going to be good at this. All right. Um, we are doing a big one. I, one I had saved for you. Uh, good. You're clearly the authority on this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's the, that's the other joke about this show, A, that people listen and B, that I pretend that I'm an authority on so many things um, because the people I talk to are like actually, actually know what they're talking about. Right. And I'm going <laughs> yeah. to say something, you know. I'm, I'm that makes just, it funnier if you don't know what yeah, yeah. they do. Yeah. I have no that idea. Makes sense. Oh, good. That makes yeah, sense. that's fine. Uh, we're doing Disney movies, mm. top five Disney movies, uh, which is, which, uh, you know, we, we didn't, we grew up watching movies. Mm-hmm. And again, for people who don't know, we're only a year apart. So we are uh, pretty, pretty close. And did we own, we owned a couple, right? Yeah, VHSs of VHSs. stuff. Yeah, we didn't have actual channels growing up, but we had uh, VHSs of, right. yeah, your, well, we grew up in the, we'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get to this, but we grew up in what's known as the Disney Renaissance of, you know, the Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Lion right. King, like a pretty solid time. Right. And so we got a lot of, oh. yeah, we had all stuff on, on VHS. And That's one thing I didn't do. I meant to put the years released on my top five, but you'll I know. Have, I have all this stuff. Yeah, you'll I'll know. know. Okay. I'll know the general vicinity yeah. of most of them. All right, good. Um, <laughs> And uh, and we would watch them at our house, and then Grandma had some more. Yeah, and all didn't. your friends obviously have all the Disney movies too. Yeah, it basically was everybody had all these movies growing up, and so it was yeah. You watch them when you go over, and you all watch whatever Aladdin yeah. together, and right. sing the songs and whatnot. But uh, could you do it? You just said Disney Renaissance. So what are like the periods? Do you well, have? I have that. So um, they. Back, I mean, they made Snow White back in the 30s, and right. it took them five or six years back then to make a movie, and then they started to, to crank them out with regularity, uh, I'd say in like the 70s and 80s is when they started to be like once a year or once every two, every two years. Okay. And um, we'll get to this in my, actual, in, my, in my actual rankings, but the Disney Renaissance is regarded as uh, 89 to 99. Okay. So that means you get, um, what's well, lo- lo- so that starts with 89, which was Little Mermaid. Okay. Then you get Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King. Those four are all back to back. That's incredible. That is pretty. That insane. is an incredible run. Those yeah. are all tens in my and I think most yeah. Disney fans' books. Lion King, and then still good, but not quite the same level. Uh, Pocahontas, Hunchback of Notre Dame, uh, Hercules, Mulan, and Tarzan. Tarzan that, that takes you to ninety nine. Yeah, interesting. So, which is still that's still considered Renaissance, and it's still it's it's good. You know, it's fine. That's a pretty good, pretty good run. Good soundtrack. You know, good, yeah. But that's not on, <clears> on, my, on, my, on my list. I'm sure it's not on yours, but you know, all pretty solid. But yeah, that's when we grew up. That's like you know, kids, yes. kids, kids, of, kids of the nineties think of that as like that's their Disney, and that's where all the right. We still make all that you know merchandise. It's still right. huge for right. them. So yeah, that's uh, and that's you, weird. you and Heather, uh, your wife, my sister in law, are really into. Um, 
Disney now, and you guys are, you yeah. go to Disneyland all the time. And this has been something that's kind of grown from your guys's yeah. your, your whole relationship. We're pretty huge huge Disney fans. Our house is all Disney stuff. We watch a lot of Disney stuff. Uh, we're very excited for the for Disney Plus for our our kids. Our our kids are now just yes. from from, Os, from Osmosis Disney fans too. And um, I don't know if you told this story, but uh, Leo and I we are born a year apart, and we got married about three months apart. My parents gift to us was oh wow you're gonna tell this story you're yeah. gonna self-report this no story. i think it's i think i think a good establishes my credibility <laughs> but also shows how different we are okay. but they yeah they said they, our gift is that we're not you know we're not, we're not gonna get you a present but we are going to pay for your honeymoon to fly anywhere and i think pay for the hotel, hotel for anywhere in the world incredibly generous you want to go and I was, we were really excited about it so anywhere so in the world, just to repeat, anywhere, <laughs> anywhere in the world, in the world, for a week, you want to go flights and hotels. Our parents said we'll we'll pay for that. We'll which, take again, care of it. Amazing. We're very, we're very excited about it. Levi and Jess just go for it. They got married first. They go to Paris. Yep. For a week, lovely, what, lovely honeymoon. Heather and I went to Disney World for a week <laughs> in Orlando in August. So. <laughs> It was. I still. I still honestly feel that it's like one of my favorite memories of my entire life. It was so much fun, and I have Paris at Epcot, so I figured we're kind of getting both. You know, I get get a croissant there, and it was like, yeah, they might as well. Yeah, sweating a lot, but you know, it was basically the same thing. Basically the same. But uh, yeah, I've always loved. I've always loved theme parks. Period. Yeah. I always had a soft spot for Disney parks in 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 particular. Now with, with my kids, they prefer it over. There's stuff in the air that they, they, they've been to, the Legoland's, Magic Mountain, whatever. They still just love Disneyland. They love the character. There's something about it. We went to Disney World together when I was 10. I guess you were 11. Right. Mom and Dad took us to Florida. And that was one of my favorite memories of my childhood. I think wow. that was, I think that hit for me, like, we had the Disney Renaissance, the 98, we went to Disney World. And so that was, like, the, this kind of thing for me where I just love the rise, love the, yeah. I love the, just, like, the whole... Yeah, it seems lame, but like the magic of just like being there, and I can honestly, I told her I just go to Disneyland and just kind of hang out. I don't have to go right. on rides right. or see shows, but yeah. just like walking around there and yeah. seeing the people just makes me happy. Happy, yeah. It's uh, and another thing too is to, to to tell our story or your story is like we so we go to Disney World now we're eleven or twelve. And Pixar has taken off, right? Story. What time? Yeah. Is, what time? Toy Story, 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 Story was, was ninety five. Ninety five. But, but I mean, then Toy Story two was ninety nine, right. and that were like they didn't make that many movies as and fast we, back then either. But I'm saying, we, yeah, we, that was that's another thing critical for our you are aging into Disney. Ninety eight was the year of Bugs Life. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that was like, but those were still you know good, and we were kind of aging into it and animation was kind of growing up with yeah. us where it's like all of a sudden there's computer animated stuff with toy story and that was like this big you know revelation and then all these other companies started to do it too and it was like that was a big thing too toy story was was huge for us that was 95 so i was yeah like seven. yeah but still that crazy. was a huge memory for us so you that you are definitely a disney authority that's yeah. for sure mm-hmm. do you have any other uh by way of introduction to Disney, or should we get into the list? No, I think we can get into it. I have a lot of other stuff kind of sprinkled throughout. I took, I have a whole bunch of notes. Yeah, you do. That's good. Other thing in front of me last night, I was having those up. She was like, you don't just go on podcasts and just read stuff. But I was like, oh, they're, they're no, I'm going to draw from them. It's, but yeah, it was tough because I don't know if, I don't know this is in your intro, but we did, we did have a couple of rules yes. in that this is Disney animated movies. So Correct. not, obviously not including live action not including acquisitions of right. marvel and no star marvel wars, blah, no blah. star wars uh no remember we, the titans but it can include yeah but it can include um uh pixar correct we're so including disney, pixar. pixar and disney animation studios yes, it's, it's worth it's worth detailing that we are lumping in pixar movies as well as animated movies we're going with just the general umbrella of animated yeah. movies which makes it harder so I tried to kind of draw from both kind of as equally as I could, and mm-hmm. I also tried as best as I could, because at the top of my head, I thought my top five, and I kind of rambled off five, which I think are solid, but I also think everyone kind of thinks of those. I didn't, know, I didn't want to just go, yeah, sure, you know, Lion King, Aladdin, Little Mermaid. I don't want to just go through the stuff that sure. in, my, in my heart I might kind of think of. I kind of want to think of ones that I think are more interesting and probably so interesting. more yeah, defensible and we can kind of debate about okay so you're 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 thinking like not this might not be my actual if i had to if you had to put a gun to my head this probably might not be my actual you pick five movies five, yeah. but i wanted i still think that they're i'm still gonna try to defend them as best they can and okay. i think most of them are like the correct so answer so you're trying to say your, your top five are the subjectively correct top five i think so and i think that this is 
And my number five is kind of starts off with that. I don't know if you want to go so into not, it. Hold so. on. So mine's not the subjectively correct top five, although I would I really would argue that they are, I guess. But no, I guess like it's your top okay. It is really this is really my top five. Like All if right. I if I had to pick five Disney movies to take on a desert island, these are the five I would choose. Actually, I, that's a, that's a different question because I because there's maybe I would add. That's a different question. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, anyways, I think, but but yeah, these are just the top five Disney movies for. If I had to pick the best five to like preserve in a museum somewhere, like okay, most, so like you're not doing five that. most important. Okay, for, so you're not doing quote, most I wouldn't do that. No. Okay, I would right, say okay. like best quality. Movie. Most important to me, and I think ones that I think right, maybe well, not everybody might have kind of put on their list. So, okay. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, before we get into the top five. Let's cover honorable mentions. So, because okay. lots of people had to leave off. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you had to leave off, so I'll do mine real quick, and then you can do yours. Just my honorable mentions were Aladdin. Mm-hmm. So Aladdin does make it. Tarzan, which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. You already talked about it. Phil uh, Collins and Phil Collins. Yeah, that, I mean that's best soundtrack. Mulan, and Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Now, definitely Tarzan, Mulan are like like when you just said it, I realized oh that is when I. I'm not eight, nine, ten, eleven, and like really care. Like mm-hmm. I'm the prime Disney market at that time. Yeah, so it's yeah. Pre- really, pre- clearly going to mean something to me. But I think Beauty and the Beast is. Beauty you, actually, Beast is you actually had mem- I actually have memories of watching Mulan for the first theaters. Like yeah. I don't have memories of really watching. You know, Aladdin, Lion King. I was five, six years old. Like, sure. Yeah, that's what's been different. The- <laughs> yeah, but I like. But Beauty and the Beast, I feel, is like the most classic one that I'm leaving off. Like that is definitely number six. That's pretty me. strong. Beauty and the Beast is on my would be on my honorable mentions also as well as Aladdin. Uh, and then on the, all the stuff you mentioned is all, uh, is all Disney animation stuff on the Pixar side. It was oh, pain- you're right. I'd painfully leave off, uh, up, which I do love, That's, uh, up's not Coco, Incredibles. Oh, I love Coco so much. Yeah. That, that makes There's, me regret not mentioning them. Coco is so good. Coco's really good. Yeah. It's, and uh, it's tough with Pixar is obviously just by necessities, but most of them are more recent. Right. So it's, it's tough to recency bias. Let's kind of get into it. I've seen Coco much more recently than I've seen the original Beauty and the Beast or Aladdin okay. or whatever. But uh, when, Disney, when Disney Plus comes out in a few weeks, that's going to be... Yeah, let's talk about Disney Plus. <laughs> that's going to be let's a whole about, <laughs> We're going to talk about Disney Plus at the end uh, if we have time. Let's, we'll check our time on that. Because I'm, I'm actually mentioning Disney Plus in another episode that's coming up. Um, which, anyway, so I'll just leave that as a weird uh, call. Tease. Up, little okay. tease for the future. Okay. But, um, but uh, we are... Okay, so top five. So we did our honorable mentions. Let's do top five. We'll take one each. Okay. You could go first with your number five. All right. So mine came out in 1998 at the end, towards the end of the Disney Renaissance. This is, again, keeping in mind. So you're currently, just, you're currently just reading your notes now, which is, I'm, which is okay. I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying to kind of pick stuff that's not... I'm not reading word for word. I'm trying <laughs> to pick stuff that, again, is not it's kind of off the beaten path, stuff that I think deserves more recognition okay. and All attention. Right. With that in mind, my number five would be Mulan. Mulan. Okay. So that was in which my mentions. 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 Yeah. So... Uh, this is at the end of the, 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 the Disney Renaissance. I already mentioned the stuff that came up to it, but people don't, people don't really talk about Disney post Renaissance because I Disney well, Animation, Disney Animation Studios, correct? Does that studio in Burbank? Not Pixar. Post right. post this post uh, post Tarzan actually. So give give people examples of movies that have come so out. From I got scene. a list. Oh, here we go. So this is this is the ten years after. So I give you ten years okay, of. Okay. Okay. This is ten years after, from two thousand to two thousand nine. What do they get, call this? What do they call it? I don't know, man. This Crap. is this was the okay. People care about Pixar more. Let's give more money to them. Let them make great stuff. Because during this period in the two thousands, that was Pixar's heyday. That was Finding Nemo. That was right. Monsters Inc. That was Incredibles. Right, right, right. So they kind of said, okay, let's let them kind of do that. And in the meantime, we, we will put out here we go Fantasia two thousand, Dinosaur, The Emperor's New Groove, Atlantis, The Lost City, whatever it's called, Lilo and Stitch, Treasure Planet, Brother Bear. Home on the Range, Chicken Little, Meet the Robinsons, and Bolt. Wow. That was 10 years I watched Disney Animation Studios. Two I've of those. seen maybe, I'm a huge Disney fan, I've seen maybe half. And I saw Chicken Little recently because it was on Netflix and the kids are watching it, and it's terrible. <laughs> Meet the Robinsons 2 is also terrible. This is all stuff that's on Netflix, actually. That I'm looking when at do we, they gave Netflix the, like, the bad years because on there you can go watch now. When, do you, when do you get to the. Lilo and Stitch, whatever. People, and people do, there are a couple people, all these, like, people do like Lilo and Stitch kind of. But it's not good, and it's not an Aladdin. It's not you know yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. There are some of these movies have their fans. Uh, Emperor's New Groove used to we used to they used to crack us up, you know. But yeah, not a classic, not a good time for Disney. So this was Emperor's New Groove has a uh, DreamWorks animation feel. Does that make sense? It felt like a B rate animated movie when it came out. While it was fun, 
It just doesn't feel like it's Disney quality. Yeah, it felt like they're they're making movies like the Shrek or whatever that was like, hey, the kid, the parents can watch it too and enjoy it. So they said, let's get David Spade in here, which oh, yeah. was still one of the weirdest pieces of Disney casting. Things they think David Spade was the lead voice in a Disney animation studio's movie is very is very weird. Whole thing is weird. It's a bad period for for Disney in general. Disney Animation Studios, wow. uh, in general. So yeah, Mulan kind of is the last, in my mind, the last hurrah. I do like Tarzan, which came after that before the slump, but not, it's, not, it's not as good as, as Mulan, I don't think. Mulan is, I think, I think it's still beautiful. I think it really holds up. And that's a tough part going back to these movies from the, from the 90s. You try and watch them today. Oh, yeah. They do come off a little rough, and uh-huh. especially when you're just used to animation today. But, like, great music Mulan in this had one. a great, great music, Story. great songs. Great, uh, just this painterly kind of, yeah. everything is very swirly and, and circular and had a, had a very style. interesting, like you're watching uh, like one of those old Chinese paintings come to life. Right. I think that's what they're going for and it's really, really cool looking and also kind of dark and kind of a bit more grown up and it's still kind of funny that I watched it recently with, with my kids when like the big reveal at Mulan is actually a girl is when she gets hurt and she's in bed and she gets up and she has boobs and that's like the big reveal and i was like this is so weird this is like a movie a disney like it's you know yeah. I, was, I was 10 years old and that's a big like gasp moment in the in the movie for the whole you know the whole cast it's it is weird that they build that cuz every you know as the as the audience and it's like yeah, how yeah she... so everyone else is finding out right. and you're like oh my gosh what does it mean for Milan is cuz yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. rule is you have to, you're going to be killed it's this you know whatever but uh a pretty solid cast. I mean, out of the ordinary for them to have Eddie Murphy. Uh, yeah. They don't. They're not known. Disney Animation Two has never really been known for putting big names in their movies. It's been more of a Pixar thing with the uh, Tim Allen's and Tom Hanks and oh, interesting. You know, John Goodman and stuff like they put Billy Crystal. They put these kind of well-known names, and Disney Animation Two has never really cared about that. So put Eddie Murphy in there pre pre Shrek, so no one knew him as a oh animated voice. as an animated but he's, voice, but arguably but a huge star at the time. Huge star. This late nineties. This is this is a big deal for Disney to get him, and he was he's hilarious. Mushu is really really good. He's peaking in the nineties, I would say, right? Clearly. Probably, yeah. Clearly. I mean, he went down he went down downhill in the two thousands. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, this is he's kind of like with Disney, <laughs> got bigger and bigger, and yeah, then yeah. the two thousands was kind of down. But yeah, he was great. Uh, a little tough going back to it in two thousand nineteen looking at the IMDb and being like, oh, sure, they got Chinese people to do the male and female leads, and then that's basically it. <laughs> basically oh, no. everybody else in the movie is like, white you guys. know, yeah, Jewish, you know, old white Jewish guys doing uh, Yao, and, you know, just like that Harvey Firestein kind of growly mm. voice and Ugh. stuff, and just, yeah, it's not great, and, you know, they got, like, Pat Morita, who's, you know, from from Karate Kid to be the emperor and it's like okay he's Japanese but okay I see what you're going like they're trying to get as close as possible yeah um, in researching it I found out uh, Jackie Chan was the voice of Li Shang the main male character played by, by beating Wong here in the US only in the China version that's and weird like, they should have had, like he was a huge star in the 90s too they should have had him do the voice. play a character maybe not Li Shang maybe you can get B.D. Wong B.D. Wong is a bit more uh, Americanized sounding and easy to understand, so maybe it makes sense that they got him for that. And, and, and Jackie's still a little broken up. Yeah, that. you know, I get that maybe as a voice actor, but like put him in there as you know somebody else. Like it just seemed that seems weird. Yeah, um, but I figure any movie that's condemned by Mike Pence needs to be on my list somewhere. Oh, so right. Right. Uh, political talk with Luke. <laughs> Move on, on I love it. Political talk with Luke. Anyway, that's, uh, that's, that's number five. My number five is Peter Pan. Um, okay. Kind of a kind of a credit to the whole era because I, I I don't know the terms but I it to me it is it's one of the classics it's early seventies yeah think. yeah and and it's it, you know it's a real pillar I would say in their you know kind of the original Disney feel it's also just my favorite story um, I think I feel like every all of those scenes are so memorable um, this also. Uh, you know, it doesn't age well with, yeah, the, the, red it, man. with the red man, <laughs> but, um, but still so enjoyable. Um, and just, you know, I don't know, I, again, a story I've always identified with. I love that live action one that came out that they, it's kind of like the first, I don't Not know. Disney, but yeah. The Disney, oh, who, it wasn't Disney? You Someone else that movie. I do that love weird, that movie. A weird movie. They was like, no, Peter Pan's, I mean, it's obviously not owned by Disney. It's like some, you know, whatever yeah. fairy tale from a hundred years ago. But yeah, uh. No, that wasn't Disney, but they had a live-action movie like, early 2000s? It wasn't 2002, Are you sure like it's not Disney? I'm pretty sure. 
I'll pretty research. positive. I'll research while we're talking about that, but yeah. that's my number five is Peter Pan and the... Uh, I'll say as the probably. Disney Parks uh, uh, authority, too, Peter Pan's Flight, probably the best dark ride at Disneyland and a classic. And What's a dark ride? ride? That's just like an indoor ride? Yeah, those like slow-moving indoor rides, you get into the thing and they, they move through the scenes of the, of the movies. But Peter Pan's Flight at Disneyland always has a 45-minute-plus line. It's the most popular one by far, and it's doesn't get fast passes, so it's like a big draw, but it's... um. It's very, very cool. You get to fly around. It's, it's the only dark ride where you're suspended and flying in the Jolly Roger and, you know, London is beneath you. It all looks pretty cool. But, Peter uh, Pan, 2003. How do I tell an IMDb who produced it? PJ uh, Hogan? There's no way. That does not... I'm guaranteeing it's not the same movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had, like... I, th- uh, I thought it was my whole life. I had, like, Severus... No, no, no. Not, no they had uh, Malfoy. Lucius Malfoy was, the, was, like, the dad slash hook in that yeah, Jason Isaacs Jason Isaacs great. yeah 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 and that weird kid weird looking kid who played Peter Pan and later was on Friday Night Lights I don't know his name wow you're good um, uh, Jeremy Sumter Jeremy Sumter he looked weird growing up he was a child actor like through and through you still can't tell who produced it I'll, I'll, I'll keep googling um, it's wiki or something I don't know it's, it's I guess it'd be like yeah Universal or something else that's, your, that's, your number five. that's my number five is Peter Pan your number four number four I'm guessing it's on your list somewhere too, but my number four is Inside Out. And it's definitely on my list. 2015. Universal is who produced that that Peter Pan in 2003. That's what I said. Shout outs to that movie, which is great. Yeah. Even though you hate it. You put that on your best (laughs) Universal movies of the 2000s (laughs) podcast. Yeah. Uh, So going from a movie that I think suffered a bit, Mulan, from the the cast, besides a couple of standouts, uh, Inside Out might be the best cast animated movie of all time. I don't like. Whoa! I mean, I have no idea who casted in it, but that's quite a big statement. I mean, Amy, I mean, I'm not saying Amy Poehler. As, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it has the as the most perfectly cast Amy Poehler as Joy. Uh, it's like that's a role that's made for her. Phyllis Smith from The Office, so good. You yeah, know that was true. As sadness, like I'm like, like you look at her and you hear her on The Office, like yeah, she's perfect. As sadness, Louis Black as anger, who is just a comedian who yells everything. So that made a lot of sense. Bill Hader's been in a lot of Disney movies, Toy Story 4, Monsters University, Ralph Breaks the Internet, a bunch of stuff, but he's in a sphere, he's really good. Mindy Kaling, also from The Office, is good as, as discussed. Kyle, Kyle McLaughlin, who I love from Twin Peaks, is on. Uh, is there as dad. Diane Lane is mom. Wow. With no, no names. I never dad knew this. Mom. I just know it's one of my favorite movies. They're so good. And then obviously Riley. Riley is like, I mean, it's the great, it's just, it's a great story. It's a great, great coming of age story, period, regardless of stuff going on inside her head. I don't know if I showed you this, but there's somebody who put together a cut of Inside Out that takes out the stuff inside her head. It's oh, all whoa. just Riley's story. And it works as like a, sto- like a coming-of-age story. Somebody who had to move from Minnesota to San Francisco, doesn't have any friends, and she cries in class on her first date. Like, it's an intense, I think, beautiful movie, incredibly just like artistically incredible. So many great sequences and the whole thing. Wow, that's amazing. Richard Kind as Bing Bong, again, one of my favorite characters ever. And honestly, one of the only movies that still gets me choked up when I watch it oh, in yeah. two places. When Bing Bong gets forgotten, when, you know, take her, take her to, to, to the moon for me. Yeah, like, take her to the moon yeah. for me, forget about and it. And then when Riley comes back with her parents and they all cry, kneeling on the, on the kitchen floor, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I've, two well, parts of that movie that I can't even, I can't even watch when the kids are watching yeah. to leave the room. Is I'll, just talk, like, I'll talk more about this movie later when I get to it, but man. This, 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 this movie rules. It's like, just like, so it's called the Inside Out Outside Edition. Yeah. Google it. Inside Out Outside Edition. Some, it's 15 minutes long. Film student. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a cool idea, but... Uh, yeah, the stuff inside her head is kind of where all the all the fun is, and that's like you know just beautiful movie, and uh, you need to see it in like HD, like all yeah. the little all the little bubbles floating around their right, bodies right, and right. stuff. It just like it's just a good movie. I could watch coming of age movies only for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. I'm super happy because I've never grown up because the Peter Pan thing there. Yeah, there you, um, you and Jeremy Sumter. My number four is Wally. Uh, mm. I love Wally. I bet this is on your list too because mm-hmm. I know you love Wally. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I told you I just got to watch Wally on a plane, in without headphones in. So I, and really what happened is oh yeah Jess and people were sleeping and I was watching Wally on the seat in front of me like someone else was watching okay. and loving the heck out of it yeah like it blew me down how perfect that movie was with no sound oh yeah at all 
and that's obviously that's the kind of the fun part of the movie is that whatever you know the first 45 minutes or something there is no words it was going to be a silent movie that was oh really that was the story is wow. that andrew andrew stan wanted to do purely silent movie. yeah disney i mean old school you know steamboat willie yeah. you know, like they didn't have they didn't talk for a long time and it's you know incredible. they they couldn't match uh sound to video for the yeah, first yeah, year yeah. of disney yeah. so there's kind of yeah so there was like yeah that i think the movie plays great as a silent film you're gonna miss some of the intricacies when the captain starts talking and stuff later jeff garland and all those people i think they needed to get john rassenberger in there because he's in every single Pixar movie and they have him as john and you know it's yeah i think that they uh that's definitely gonna be in my list in my list much yeah. later but uh much later yeah it's so it's a that so anyways i just it's, I, it's a perfect movie i think I mean, that 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 blew me down i think i've always been a fan of it i love the message obviously um, I, I also love alternate consumer and yeah. yeah, I love alternate futures. That's another thing uh, that's very entertaining to me, which mm-hmm. obviously Wally is. Um, alternate future, but still in this this sense just, of of yeah. of like optimism yes. and joy yep. that Wally has, despite being surrounded by right. literal garbage towers. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, Like it's just like you know he <laughs> finds the joy and the happiness in this terrible situation. But, and it's just like yeah, it's, it's great story. Really, really so we'll good. T- you'll talk more about it. That was my number four. So we're at your number three. All right. So I had a hard time picking between... Uh, I knew I had to put a Toy Story movie in here. Okay. I did not. So actually, okay. To, to well, it's interesting. And I didn't even... I forgot to mention it in my honorable mentions, too. I don't have Toy Story 1 or 3, and I haven't watched 4 yet in there. But 1 or 3 in both. 4 is not going to be in my... Th- but yeah, it's, I had a hard time picking between Toy Stories. I, between this, for me, it's between 2 and 3. Okay. And I gave the edge to 3. Yeah. Uh I couldn't make a list of my favorite Disney Pixar movies, Disney movies, without putting one of them in there. I think what I would call the Andy, the Andy trilogy, okay. <laughs> I think, is one of the best trilogies ever. I look at number four as a bit more of like a, like a, an after, after, not an afterthought, but kind of like an epilogue, like, okay, this is a separate story with Bonnie now as the kid or whatever, but like Andy's not really in that movie. Um, so just... Again, the the great cast that's in the in, in in the first two comes back to the third one, uh, and then they add they just add a few great additions. Michael Keaton as Ken, yeah, is one of the weirdest but funniest. Yes, that is characters. Good. That is good. He's so good, and then Ned Beatty as Lotso, is yeah. so his his balance of like menacing but also that friendly southern voice he has is such yeah. a cool like dichotomy of like like hey everybody welcome to Sunnyside. There's this little thing going on, but then like. He doesn't let you leave. He doesn't let you leave the room. Yeah. And it's like, he's menacing and scary. And then at the end, he's like... Very scary. Trying to kill them. And I it's know. like... Because the, the... What's the, the line at the end? What's like the fr- the line about friendship in uh, Toy Story 3? I'm, uh, something's ringing a bell. Go uh, ahead. Yeah, but he says... Yeah, he says... Uh, you know, he has that, that, that sad story about he was abandoned by a kid in Mobile Boss. He doesn't think you need to have a kid that's, a, that's attached to you. You can just have kids come in and play and then they move on. And that's what the whole sunny side thing is about. Had this really cool like this. Uh, they they crib a lot from the Great Escape and these kind of like prison break movies. Yeah, and they're all trying to yeah. get out of that. And when Buzz turns to Spanish language Buzz, that was I thought that was really fun. My kids could make a big kick out of that. At the end, when they sing, "Ay un amigo en, en me" instead of oh, "Be a friend in me," is so and I he's dancing with with Jesse and just like yeah, it's a whole lot of fun. Very colorful, very cool looking movie and. Uh, much higher stakes like the previous two were like hey we might get lost or any might not play with us but this one is like we're they might die, die. <laughs> like there's <laughs> this scene point. when they're all going towards the fire and the trash thing they're all holding hands and i was like oh my yeah, god that's, this is like, there's something they say there that i'm trying i can't find it anyways it's a beautiful movie definitely yeah it's really definitely weird. that one has lasted with me i've seen that i've repeat watched that one too which is rare for me i'm not yeah. a big uh, repeat watcher uh my number three i actually have a song to play Oh wow! <laughs> so, Robin, you're going further back in time than I am. Like Robin, Robin this movie's so good. I've watched the seventies. I've watched this movie again too. I don't know actually. I need to look. I would think the seventies for sure. Uh, um, I've got. I have. I have thoughts. Uh, they. This is your number three. This is my number three. Okay. 1973. Yeah. Released. The music is amazing, by the way. The soundtrack is on Spotify, and it's amazing, the whole thing. What I love about this... It, well, there's two sides. One, this movie for a 10-year-old boy is just the greatest, and Robin Hood it is cool. Fox he's, he's is very cool. the yeah. coolest guy. Like, when you, when you still live in the world of imagination, 
and you watch Robin Hood, you are now Robin Hood for years. Maybe Marion might have been the first time where I find myself a little bit attracted to <laughs> a cartoon animal character. I was like, this, this, may, this may Marion. She's I, really got I, going I get on. it, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but that, I mean, obviously the buddy factor, you know, just the friendship factor is huge when you're a 10-year-old as well, and then into adulthood as well. It's a great, it's a great movie. It holds up. I've, I've rewatched it and because of the music, but also then when you watch it, it's very seventies. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of weird and funky yeah. and is, has some dated ideas. And, um, but I think, but I think that kind of style, again, it's a style it actually reminds me of Mulan. It, it has like a clear style in the story, but also just like it's, it's timed. The, the production of it is timely as well. It's like it's, so. it's like I haven't seen it in a long time, but it's like it's like a storybook kind of thing. Like they open a story yes. and it's like and it's they like open pages. a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, it's a the Winnie the Pooh thing where it's yeah. like they're going through a book. With There's you. a really cool. I mean, it's a huge down. You know, evil evil almost wins basically in Robin Hood, but then they figure it out and then go back to being yeah. Uh, so that's a great. I, I that is such a that to me is a just like to, what a good Disney movie is to me is like super, like home cooking comfort food feeling for me that's robin hood okay for sure interesting like okay. more than any other um, i never knew you even liked that movie let alone like well yeah you know, it's not like uh we're gonna talk about this kind of we're talking about disney movies a lot okay. so i got two left that number three is my number three is robin hood you have two left the so top two disney movies okay what's your number two this is actually it's, i mean i feel like you're going deeper back than i am which is cool but this is actually the oldest one i have on my list it's not even all that old as one of the standards, I was trying not to fill my whole list with, but I, I couldn't leave it off. Uh, and I watched it recently with, with, with my kid. I feel like it still holds up uh, perfectly. And um, that's going to be 1994's Lion King. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, it's tough for me to... Well, that's my number two as well, okay. actually. So we both... Oh, perfect. Yeah, Lion King is a classic. I mean, I, I, inarguably the best 2D animation. Of, I, I, it's honestly tough yes. for me. Like, even though movies came out after that, and they have movies come out... Some I I mean, they had Winnie the Pooh and Princess and the Frog that came out in the last 10 years, even, that, like, I don't think even look as good. Um, the first movie to really combine uh, computer animation with 2D animations, right. the, the whole Wildebeest, uh, you know, stampede, and there, there are parts of it that are, they can't do in, in 2D, but just, like, the colors and, like, the the Circle of Life opening, like, yeah, so you can good, just so watch so that as, like, so a masterclass and just, like, animation, just the sounds and the, all those birds going over the water, the, yeah. all, the, all, the re, all the reflections and the refraction was the light and just, yeah. like, oh, my gosh. Like, it just, it just ridiculous. And obviously the, the, the songs, I yeah. mean, it's, it's, it's kind of, I mean, probably the best songs in Disney movies. That's a good question. All in that. Man, you all could, in that. Yeah. In you that could, movie. You like could do a, no, you do all the ranking of just the music, but we're, I mean, obviously we're factoring music in. And that, yeah, it's amazing, that music. And just the characters. I really feel like those are some of the most iconic characters. Yeah. Like the, the cast, I guess, of Disneyland is, or of, of Lion King is yeah. unreal. The cast is really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's funny, I was watching, it was a totally different ranking kind of thing, but I was watching Watchmen on HBO, the oh. new show that just came out. Jeremy Irons is in that, and he was Scar. Yeah. And it's one of those things where, like, you hear his voice, like, oh, that's Scar. Like, he's one of those guys, like, there's no way he's ever going to be able to be in anything else. And I hear his voice, and I'm not going to think, oh, that's that's, that's Scar. You can start singing, be prepared, you know. James James Earl Jones. um, Yeah, James James Earl Jones. I mean, the rest of them is kind of, you know, like, Matthew Broderick is fine. I mean, I more mean, like, Timon and Pumbaa and... Yeah, Nathan Lane is... Mufasa. Timon is just, like, always funny... Uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas is young that Simba. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah, young Simba. Just, yeah, the Simba. height of his home home improvement fame. I I actually think it matters too that the play is so iconic as well. Like so, I, I don't know. Just it 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 as a brand and as a story is just a cool strongest. One of the maybe? coolest stats is that maybe. this comes out and it is the biggest anime movie of all time, maybe more money yeah. than any other anime movie ever. And depending on how you classify the remake as animated or not, that has now become the biggest animated movie of all time. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's just like people love and I'm that sure, story. Yeah. It's a very, it's a pretty straightforward story. It's, it's Hamlet with lions. Like it's, it's a pretty, you know, basic, you know, uh, scheming brother. And right. then, you know, it's very kind of like, like a Shakespearean tale, but like it's dark, it's intense. I was watching, I've watched it with my kids and it's just like, like, oh my, there's a whole scene. Obviously everyone knows the scene where, you know, Mufasa dies and the stampede or whatever. They have an extended, prolonged scene 
where it's just his dead body lying there. Yeah, isn't that weird? And Simba comes up, he's trying to like wake him up, and then Scar comes up, like they have this whole like dialogue, this whole scene together, yeah. talking, and Mufasa's laying right there. I was like, this gotta be the only dead body in any Disney movie where they're just like a, a recently deceased person just no. laying there. Yeah, it is. And it, then it, just it like, deals with is, death pretty, pretty, it's pretty harsh and it's extreme. When, when he's like, they had to get up, and they're just like, oh my god, like it's intense stuff. And, yeah. Uh, people still think about one of the saddest Disney, you know, moments ever, and it's it's up there, man. And it's well, like, like that. We should do a ranking of most saddest Disney moments that we. Can. Yeah, the, yeah, <laughs> the Inside um, Out and Coco, and then yeah, there's yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of sad stuff, and people make fun of Disney a lot for like parents dying and stuff, and nobody has a has, really anybody has of live yeah, father and mother by the end of the movie, but like this is one of the only times they die on screen, and it's like. It's intense. Killed by their own brother. It's like, oh my gosh, this is some gnarly stuff. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it's very, very good. And uh, your number two. Wait, uh, that was your number two. That's my number two, two as well. Now my number one. So, well, I'll, I'll, I'll go with my number one, and we can finish with yours. Okay. So my number one, as previously mentioned, is Inside Out. It's my favorite okay. Disney movie because it, it might be. It's arguably my favorite movie of all time. Like I. Just the, the obviously it's about feelings, but the feelings that that movie makes you feel, and just how you better understand your own feelings, yeah, is just incredible to me. Yeah. And I think I I would I would suggest anyone who hasn't seen that movie just really make a point in seeing it. Like you said, besides the besides the high impact moments, like Take Her to the Moon for Me and stuff like that, yeah. there's there's just so much to learn in that movie. And again, like I said, coming of age story of all time. Um, and there's deep psychological lessons I feel like to learn from that. People have written articles about this, this, this kind of stuff. But the whole idea that when you go into, you know, I guess puberty, kind of where, where Riley is, I think she's 11 when the show starts. It's like when the, when the movie starts. Um, the idea that all of your feelings have to be one clear thing. I am all angry. I'm all angry right now. I am all happy right, right now. Right. Is so silly, and but it makes sense for kids. Like when, because you have a child and I have, yep. I have kids, and it's like. That is pretty. That is pretty dead on. Like they are all angry, all all angry, or they are all happy, or they are all terrified. Like they don't have complex like mixed emotions about anything yeah. really. Yeah. But like, the part at the end where Joey and Santa's finally make it back to the headquarters and they have they grow the core memory together of of them, of the whole family, yeah, yeah. by family kneeling on the kitchen floor, and it's a sad moment. But then at the end. Joy touches the console and Riley smiles, and then it's yeah. a blue and yellow mixed ball that comes time. out for the first time. They never had yeah, a yeah, mixed. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the core memories have all been joys, and yeah. they've all been the straight moments of pure joy. And then in the in the epilogue, they show her like all her different islands. She has Hawkeye Island, she has Boyfriend Island, you know, vampire romance, all those kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you look in the machine, and basically all of the core memories now are all combined. Combined, right. you know, shows that how like more complex you get. It's always crazy. I mean, like, I'm not sure why. Like, it's it's really the dinner the the dinner table scene. I don't mean to talk so much about Inside Out. I love this movie. I love it too. I can can talk about it. But it's great Inside Out content. The dinner table scene is really interesting. Not only is that for some reason Riley's mind is the only one who has mixed gender emotions. So like joy and sadness and disgust, or females and anger and fear, or not. But you go inside her parents' head, and all of his are all male. All of hers are all female. So I don't know if that means that when you get older, they all kind of, like, your, your gender Oof. identity forms more and they all become male or female or something like that. I think that's kind of the, the That's not there. explained. The other interesting thing is, in her mind, Joy is the absolute leader. The, un, the unequivocal, like, everyone listens to Joy. Yeah, 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 yeah. In his mind, you go, and his, and Dad's mind is like this, is like the ship, is like the bridge of, like, a yeah, ship. Yeah, ship, right. And anger is in charge. Right, interesting. Anger is in charge. Everyone, everyone has mustaches. Yeah, yeah. Anger is in charge, and he says, he's like, we're going to drop the foot. And like, three, two, one, they all put their keys in, you know. Yeah, 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 but they're yeah, all reporting yeah. to anger. In her mind, sadness is in charge. Wow. And sadness is running the console. She's in the middle, and they're all kind of talking as they all, you know, watch the screen and stuff. And sadness is in charge of, of her mind. So interesting. Yeah, do we all have an emotion that we... Yeah, we all have an emotion that kind of drives us, and that kind of makes sense. It huh. kind of makes sense in that the traditional man thing is always very angry, very, you know, that that's kind of your standard testosterone kind of thing, and then the mother is, you know, more emotional and has this, has more sadness, I guess. Like, yeah, it's a really... You can watch the movie with uh, commentary. It's one of the best yeah. commentary movies, I think, ever, or read one of the many, you know, uh, scholarly articles that have been written huh. about it. Yeah, it's no, like, it's great. I love very, it. I've rewatched it a few times. Um like definitely more than any other Disney movie, and uh, yeah, I think it's a 
fan, fantastic, fantastic movie. So yeah. what is your number one? I can't, I haven't, I can't really even figure it well, out. Well, yeah, I kind of, we kind of, I, I don't know what we've already talked about, but it is 2008, it's Wally. Oh, yeah, duh, it's tough. That. I mean, it's, That's I knew funny. this would be up here and I was hoping you wouldn't have it, but it's fine because this, uh, again, this is, this is why I've said for years, this is my favorite Disney movie. But I watched it again recently, and I was afraid it wasn't going to hold up. Like, I was like, yeah. oh, I haven't seen it in a while. Like, I was kind of scared. Like, but it's like, uh, it's a 100% just, I think, it's, I think it's a perfect film. I think that hmm. it's, the animation is perfect. What they do in this movie with more complex, like, lighting, and there's a lot of changes in focus. A lot of weird times in the movie yeah. where. Yeah, I noticed that. He'll, you'll be focusing on something in the foreground, and then Wally zooms off, and then the camera kind of, like, goes blast out of focus and then has to zoom in on, on Wally because he's way over here now. Happens a lot in the, in the opening sequence where you're walk, he's, he's going through Earth back to his shelter. Uh, the first animated movie, Disney movie of any kind with live action in it, I believe with, uh, with um, the by and large president uh, popping up and, in live action. Oh, yeah. the, the, the by and large footage from the Axiom is, yes. is all in yep. live action. Uh, it's a really cool cast. From what, from what from little talking they, they, they do have is uh, Jeff Jeff Garland's good as the captain. He's fine, um, and Sigourney Weaver is the voice of the yep. voice of the Axiom when they're all going through, and it's just telling you to she's telling you to buy more stuff and come yes. to the yeah. It's a very anti con, 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 consumerism kind of thing, and um, generally kind of disturbing stuff that like see the babies in the Axiom and they're all like I know. they're all being brainwashed it's weird. To, yeah, A is weird. for Axiom B is for by and large like you know it's, it's, like, it's very but you can just ignore all that and just and because Wally kind of does and he's yeah. very oblivious and very just focused on being in love with Eve and holding her hand and it's yeah. just very like the happiness that he has throughout the whole movie all the crazy stuff that happens to him he almost dies and yeah. um, I think that the uh, the defined dancing theme the music that plays when they're flying around outside him and Eve oh, and yeah, stuff yeah, before beautiful. they go back inside is just like just just perfect and then Andrew Stan directed it uh, he's only since then done Finding Dory that's been animated which was fine but he's tried to do live action he's he did John Carter the oh, weird. kind of not so great uh, yeah it's a big swing for Disney but they didn't make, they make any, any money he's done episodes of Better Call Saul and Stranger Things he's kind of like pivoting wow. towards that now but yeah he's kind of gotten away from animation but um I think he probably should have stopped at Wally and just like you know just that, walked that off. Could be it. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Mic. So no, something that, that again we already talked about that movie, but I I do love it. So funny we have a so to review the list. Go ahead, your five through one again. All right, move mm-hmm. on. Inside Out, Toy Story Three, Lion King, Wally. So we have a so mine's Peter Pan, Wally, Robin Hood, Lion King, and Inside Out. So the only ones we shared were Wally and Inside Out, and we had them in the reverse one and four spot, which is oh, okay. interesting. And then Pixar movies. We, oh, and then sorry, and we shared Lion King, which was both our second Dude, one. Yes, that's true. So that's funny. So um, so pretty close. My differences were Peter Pan and Robin Hood, and yours was uh, Mulan and Toy Story. Mulan 3. and Toy Story three. So yeah, again, no 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 shout for Beauty and the Beast. To me, is if we did top six or seven, it would have to be in there for me. But um, interesting. Well, I would, and, and my and six would be Aladdin. I'd have to get Aladdin. In yeah, there. and so two uh, two Pixar movies and three. Uh, uh, I try to mix it up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and Toy Story didn't make it on either of our. Oh, oh no! You said Toy Story, Toy Story. Three. Yeah, yeah, so you actually had three Pixar movies as well. Toy Story Three is. I mean, I, I, prefer, I prefer that one. I kind of right. just. I it kind of represents just the Toy Story franchise. Need to be on my list somewhere because I feel like that yeah. was really important to my you know fandom as a. Well, good. That was fun. Um, yeah. What are you eating lately? Eating lately. So, I heard about this on a local radio show, and I had to go get some i'm a Ooh, huge fan of chased it down I'm a huge fan of cookie dough like okay. edible cookie dough all right and they've had there's place actually in your office which is pretty good they, they used to have a place at this mall i used to go to we used to always like make sure to go by there. oh you mean like the cookie dough instead of a yogurt place it's like a cookie dough place kind of yeah they okay. go and scoop cookie dough okay. for you eat it with a spoon <laughs> Perfect. Like, a, like a fatty but they have at 7-eleven uh-oh uh-huh oh luke they sell what have you done edible cookie dough and these little and these little like it's like a it's like a fruit kind of cup kind of thing, but instead of fruit, it's like cookie dough. <laughs> wait, and they wait. seal it with okay. So it's edible cookie dough. All right, it only lasts like a few weeks or something from when they put it up there. Okay, it's kind Where of is like, it? Is it in the fridge section? It's in like the, like next to the ham sandwiches. It's in like the produce section. The produce, <laughs> they have a section. produce section. They kind of do, but it's like the place where you would go where the and cheese you would sticks buy. Are. Yeah, you buy cheese the cheese sticks. sticks. But it's not in behind on the doors. Not in a door, but no, I, I know there's a cold. They have rack. they have a cookie dough one. They have regular cookie dough, chocolate, <laughs> chocolate cookie dough, and they have Reese's. 
Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. One of my favorite things. Cookie dough. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Branded cookie dough. Reese's branded cookie dough. And they come in like... uh, Holy... They actually come in these little balls. Like you could take them out and put them on a a rack and bake cookies if you wanted to. You could bake them. You could. And there's instructions on the side how to actually bake the cookie. Wow. And they always tell you that. I went to the one in Valencia. We used to live close there. We used to go to this place all the time at the mall there. They had cookie dough. You could take it on a bake. And they always tell us. He's like, you know what? Our our bake cookie dough is really good. And I was like, that's called a cookie. I think they kept like marking that way on the menu. It says baked cookie dough, and I was like, "That is a cookie. Why, why are you saying it like that?" And if I want so a cookie, weird. I would go to Mrs. Fields. Yeah, I wouldn't go to. I wouldn't go and do it myself. Right, like, that's not that great. Hilarious. But yeah, I love cookie dough. It's my it's one of my favorite things, and so it's you, never really been easy to get like for home. But it's Seven Eleven right on the way home for me, and it's which like, exact Seven Eleven did you go to then? It would have been Temple Canyon and and Cochrane. Oh, I know the one. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So you went there for they the had the Reese's, the last Reese's one left and I was Amazing. grabbed it and then they have they, people are getting into this. So so Nestle has coming out with their own version. You can take it home and eat. Okay. Uh, ben and Jerry's has edible cookie dough bites, but those on the frozen in the freezer section. This is like the that's, perfect thing for that's me. That's like yeah. I am um, was really good. My uh my what I'm eating lately is cinnamon raisin toast, which I never really liked that much growing up. Is that but Trader Joe's? From, oh, yeah. It's like it's the cinnamon raisin bread is anywhere. Okay. But, yeah, we get the one from Trader Joe's. Everything is from Trader Joe's. Yeah. And, um, and, but the thing is, Pippa likes it. Mm. So, since it, I, it's such an easy go-to, you know, we put different spreads on it. So, then if I'm toasting one for her, I toast one or two for me. Um, so, we need a lot of cinnamon raisin toast. I've always been a toast guy, I would say. Always. Toast and peanut butter. But, and cinnamon raisin has just been annoying because raisins aren't that great. But okay. this... Um, it's grown on me. Maybe I, 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 I grew I, into I, it. I, I know listen to the podcast. So you, you, you have a new thing to eat every I just, what are you episode? eating lately? No, oh, okay. Just not like, uh, it's like a suggestion. You, not give, people, you give Pippa raisins? Yeah. She uh-huh. loves raisins. Okay. Yeah, one day she, she <laughs> ate too many raisins. That's a whole <laughs> yeah, other that's story. And uh, because what happened, it was the first time, it was the classic, I gave her raisins as a snack, and then a couple hours later, Jess gave her raisins as a snack, and we had not communicated. Over, over-raisined her? She got over-raisined, and it was like a machine gun. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, that's that's what we're eating. What is your hot sports take? We're doing a hot sports take and then a parent call. All right. Now, so you should be known that I'm not a huge sports guy. Oh, but you you are. You, you I are. have thoughts about sports. You have thoughts. It mostly comes from my your takes. impatience about sports. Okay. <laughs> so What's this is my What's thing. your take? So my sp- my my take. I'll get more more specific in how I think we we, we can do this. The sports need to be faster. Okay. We have more to do nowadays. We have way more TV shows. More video games, more movies than ever before. Way more stuff that like takes yeah, our attention. Yeah, I got too much to do besides watching a game. to spend... Yeah. They schedule for these world, for these playoff games from uh, world baseball. Series. yeah. Like four and a half hours in my DVR yeah. or something like that. It's absurd. That There's no absurd. reason the sporting events take that long ever. So here's my thought for baseball in Pacific. I think I might have said this to you when we were traveling recently because we okay. were watching okay. the Dodgers. There needs to be a shot clock for the pitcher. Yeah. There is one, but it's 30 seconds. 10 seconds. Yeah, it needs to be a lot faster. 10 seconds, tops. <laughs> you throw it, they miss. Okay, you have like nine seconds give the, to get do, the ball back. And yeah, you, you readjust. Get the, yeah, get the, yeah, the guys throw the ball back, sure, whatever. But like by the time you, you get the ball, back, the ball back, after you've thrown it, it's been, it's been, yeah. Okay, sure, get the ball back, timer starts. You don't get it. Man, I don't know. Like they, this, it's like a walk. Like, immediate. Yeah, immediate <laughs> walk. Like it's so annoying to me. <laughs> I think I showed this. I don't show you this this video. Somebody posted a video of a side by side comparison of like a World Series game from like the seventies. Oh yeah, World Series game from like last year, and they got like three pitches off in the time that it took our guy to get Amazing. like one. Yeah. it's ridiculous. Like so, I don't know what it is now where they feel like oh I need to do this thing. I adjust my shirt. Okay, I just stand. I wiggle my shoulders. Okay, now I gotta. Okay, now I gotta signal to the guy for like twenty seconds. It takes like forty five seconds for them to get out this pitch, and it drives me crazy. So. That's really just that it takes too long. Um, everything takes, I think all sports take too long. It's not just my biggest complaint. If they could combine, if they condense everything. Nobody likes ba- basketball even when it's like, it's down to like, oh, okay, foul. Oh, and, and all the foul. Okay, yeah, the last two minutes of the game takes like half an hour to watch. That's like, you know, I know it's good ratings and stuff and everyone's up, everyone's watching those close games, whatever, but like, if they want me to watch, <laughs> they, <gotta speed laughs> they want up. my ratings. No, you're right. I, and actually, I, I've said this before on the podcast, but this is actually a big reason I've, come to enjoy soccer so much is soccer is guaranteed con- yeah guaranteed under two hours yeah also you know for sure you will finish the game in two hours unless it's a world cup game and goes to a shootout which is i hate soccer rare. if i had to pick a game to go to like it might be up there because i know i'll be out but like okay game starts at this time it'll be that dumb this time okay it's I like you can, I can, you can get a schedule for that time yeah right i don't want to deal with that's a reason nonsense. i like it so i agree there's a lot there, we got 
well, and, and football, forget about it. I don't, I don't even watch football anymore, but that's just the pain of how slow that is. Yeah, is that's incredible. rough. That's tough. I mean, especially when we only watch the uh, Super Bowl. My general feeling about baseball in general, they need way less. The, okay, take out the home plate ump. Every time you pitch, there's a box. They show you the box on TV. I, know. Yeah, I don't know why. That really. And then they're like, like tennis, oh, tennis he, called, does he that. called it a pitch, and it's actually a ball, but like, tennis we're going does. with pitch. And I was like, why? <laughs> like, I get that maybe he's faster, like he can immediately say pitch, but the computer can basically immediately say pitch or ball too. Right, striker ball. So you, yeah. Yes, yeah, sh- yeah, striker ball. So you throw it, and then like the, the machine, you know, like on the stadium, they'll go dong if it's like a pitch or whatever, or so, strike. strike or something. Like, yeah. that's irritating. And then, like, I think everything should just be, like, automated, honestly. Like, same thing with, yeah, tennis. Like, like have the line judges there. That's, that's fine for, like, the easy calls and stuff. And they, fix but, like, they fix it every time. They, they always the, show you every yeah, time. They the laser. And then it's like, are they going to challenge or not? They should challenge it because they were wrong. And it's like, well, if they're wrong, they should be immediately. They should yeah, yeah, be, yeah. like, if the whole thing No, is tennis, they immediately overturn it. They don't challenge it. Oh, do they? I thought yeah. it was always like, are they going to challenge it? Because they do that on, I think, oh, football. You do have to, in tennis, you do have to say, look at the camera, but they can do it on limited times. But fa- if they're wrong, fast. they get penalized. I don't think so. It's fast. That's what happens in football, maybe. In football, yes. It's all stupid. Any any of these, sport, any sports <laughs> that take all this time extra, they like, need to be fast. If the video shows the proof, the technology shows the proof, I don't then know do why it. we have to deal with some yo-ho. All right. My <laughs> parent, so the last is parent. Oh, no, my hot sports take is I'm officially picking the Lakers over the Bucks in the finals. So the season just started. In my official pick, and obviously the Lakers are pick. 0-1. The Lakers are 0-1. <laughs> Official going Lakers over Bucks. I think no one's more motivated than LeBron and AD. Um, so, and we'll figure a bench out hopefully. And so that's my official pick. Um, I I wanted to talk about baseball and the heartbreak of the Dodgers, but I literally can't put it in words. You it's haven't had a podcast since. So I was impressive. there. I was there when you when they lost. So you were dri- We were driving to the airport. We we're gonna fly to Vermont for yeah. our grandpa's funeral, yeah. and you were listening to the game in the. Car. We had a pretty epic radio story. We literally got out of the car with our bag. We're like, oh, probably by the time we get in the elevator, get through, get to watch security, it'll be an extra innings. And we get in the elevator with our bags. We're like, oh, they hit a okay, two home runs off Kershaw. Grand slam. Oh, the second one. No, we listened to the oh, two home runs in the, in car, the car, and then they were tied. They were tied, and then we went and to the then, elevator. And, uh, like, oh, we'll watch the rest, and, the, and then they hit a grand slam off, off uh, uh, what's his face, the reliever from the Red Sox last year. Yeah, it was from Corona. I don't know. Gosh, I, I forget his name. Um, uh, and then you just your face. We had a you had a smile, but it was like scary. Like it was like it was sad. It was kill somebody. You were like, oh, they hit a grand slam. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> well, it's just like, very heartbreaking. This is our this yeah. is our best chance. So it was. I rough. mean, and it's been so many years in a row, and it's just continued. like they were win it all. You know, the first I know, round just continued heartbreak. It's yeah, just well, uh, that's the way it goes. Just, maybe if they pitched a lot, lot faster, they would have got they would have gotten <laughs> better. <laughs> so, anyways, um, so I guess that was two. So, last thing is uh, parent corner. Okay. So, uh, for those who don't know, I have I have three kids, um, one, three, and five. Uh, the younger two are about to be two and four here in a, in a couple of weeks. Um, the one who's going to be the biggest trouble is the, is a five year old. He's he's been kind of tough recently. Kaden. Yeah, he goes to he goes to kindergarten full time. I think that kind of, my view kind of what does it. I think he, he gets home at like two something. He just kind of burn out and he's kind of gets an attitude. And we're having a problem with him being spoiled. Just in general, he expects things all, all the time. Right. If we go somewhere and do a thing or give him a thing, whenever you go back to that place, he expects that thing again. Oh, he remembers. He's a very good, very good, good memory in general as a child. He always remembers stuff. And whenever we go, if we go back to like the mall, he's like, oh, we're going to have ice cream. It's like, no, there's like a billion things at the mall. That's because last time we had ice cream, we didn't have ice cream this time. We have a problem with him expecting things and then being really upset when he doesn't get what he expects. Okay. So this, this, last, this last week, we had, a, uh, we had a problem where Heather picked him up. And I guess last time she picked him up, she had a, she had a toy or a special thing and like a bag or something in, her, in the back of the stroller. He comes up, immediately walks around her and checks the back of the stroller. Whoa. Doesn't see anything. And says, where's my toy? I and he walks over to the counter, picks up a piece of a uh, picks up a piece, a piece of paper and said, "I do this picture for you, but I was only going to give it to you if you brought me a toy." So, <laughs> no, so now you don't get it. And Heather was like, "What just happened?" <laughs> so she like dresses him down in front of his whole class, and then he gets home and basically just like takes all this stuff away from him. She's like, "You're not getting your DS. You're not. You're not going to what? You know, like it is not okay to act that way." And I like that he has bargaining power. Listen, he, mom, here's the deal. And he felt I, know. I drew you a picture. Yeah, this, this picture that you want really bad. <laughs> it's like, oh great, another, another bunch of circles and sticks. <laughs> so, oh, like, like a myth on my on my fridge. No, but like, 
he had this thing. So anyway, he, he does feel guilt. And when he does something that's bad and we really dress him down for it, he does, he's very emotional. He does feel it and he feels bad. Okay. So he's done this before. He wants to draw us a picture or a card or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he says, Mom, uh, I, I want to make you a card when I get home. So she gives him, so he gets, gets home, okay. gives him a piece of paper and some crayons. And he says, Mom, what was that word you said I was being when I gave you the card and wanted a treat? And she says, I don't remember what I said. She probably didn't want to re- like, okay. re- like re- repeat it. I'm very excited about that. He says, I don't either. I'll just say poisonous because I was being <laughs> bad. Mom, how do you spell poisonous? <laughs> so I have a picture of the card that he made, Heather. And it says, sorry, I was being poisonous. <laughs> And poisonous is on like four lines because he kept drawing it really big and he kept not knowing how big of a word poisonous was. <laughs> and so he's like, P-O, oh, I-S, oh. He kept like, I get his picture from getting frustrated. I wasn't there, but I laughed so hard. And we have a picture now. And next to that word is a, is a, is a picture of like, like a stick figure like shrugging, I guess. <laughs> so like, huh? Like, sorry, like, being poisonous. And it was like the funniest thing I've ever read that Heather sent me. I wish I was there for it so badly. That's amazing. That's amazing. Sorry, I was being poisonous. But yeah, they're uh, he's tough. We're having a hard time not kind of ranking our kids. Okay, I'm getting to the point <laughs> where I just I want to be open about it. Listen, you're number one. Yeah, if you want to rise from three to two, you got to do this. To go back to this, this, this is my hot sports take. I'm gonna do what the AP does and post a <laughs> ranking every week, every six weeks on the fridge. Uh, for, is it, is it every yeah, it's every week, every week, every week. The, so like Monday morning comes around and they all run. And they're like, oh, who's number one this week? And it's like, oh, still Zane. And it's like, <laughs> it's like oh, and then the you got the bottom ones are gonna try harder. They're gonna be like, oh, no, no, I'm number three. Oh, I gotta like have an upset here. I gotta, I gotta, you know, take the take take number one. Because, like, honestly, right now, it's, like, Zane, Eliana, Caden. And Caden's not even in the same, like, league Zane, right now. Eliana, the dog, other people's The dog's kids. annoying. I'll put the dog be- below Caden. <laughs> and Caden can be fun, and he plays video games with me, so he's, like, he's above the dog. Yeah, but, like, positives. it's tough when you, have, when, you, if, when you have multiple kids, you'll see, but, like, there are moments where you're just, like, oh, like, and you, when you have a nice thing, you have a thing you want to do that's fun, it's, like, I want to take the fun kid. I want to take the good kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. do this with, like, the kid who annoys me, like, annoying about it, you know? <laughs> it's tough to, like do with this when you have multiple kids and you know but i figure i'll just be open about it just be like hey, hey like, guys listen here here's the facts yeah you're pulling the one maybe you should ask zane what he's doing so so well <laughs> like learn from the learn from number one you know uh, like amazing. when they're all enough to read us and i rank them all openly and i don't love them differently but i, I like them differently and at any given day like sometimes they're annoying and they have Just to drop down a few notches yeah, yeah like so. ranking that's my that's my hot parenting take. You should rank your children <laughs> in descending order every week. Uh, well, it's hard to follow that with my uh, parent corner, but I uh, had Pippa alone for two nights, Friday night and Saturday night, for my first time. First time I did one night before, but two nights is a whole different story. Mm. Um, and it felt like a really great parenting. I've never test. done that. Never watched my kids by myself. Oh wow! Overnight. Yeah, yeah. So it felt like a really great parenting test. Like I really, yeah. I can handle parenting alone if I have to. You know, it's good to know. I, I definitely missed Jess, obviously, but well, uh, our funniest moment, and Pippa handled it great. I think it's because we have a nanny and stuff, she sees a lot of adults and she's just yeah, pretty confident, I think. Um, but uh, she would kind of like ask for Jess sometimes and I would just say something else, like distract her. Yeah. But su- Sunday morning we made scrambled eggs and I kind of gave her uh, some, I gave her some eggs and she's been eating a ton, like she's growing right now. So I, 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 I scrambled like three eggs and gave her an egg and a half and me an egg and a half essentially. I split them, mm-hmm. like three eggs scrambled equal, yeah, yeah. okay? I put hot sauce all over mine, mm. and I was having a piece of toast and coffee and stuff, so, and reading the paper, so I'm going slower. She finishes all her eggs, and then starts asking, she says, more for my eggs, mm. which have hot sauce all on them, so I mm-hmm. can't give them to her. So I just ate them, basically, like, as fast as I could. Yeah. <laughs> and I put a piece of toast in her, I, I, I fed her more food, but I didn't want to, like, get the eggs out, scramble more eggs, whatever. But, uh, but she started crying, and it was the first time that I've that I had hurt her. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, yeah. Like you caused her. Crying. I caused yeah, her yeah. crying, and she looked at me like like I I start, I took a video of it actually. It it, it it's just hilarious because she's looking at me like, what like, have you what done, you, do you animal? Yeah. Why did you eat those eggs? <laughs> and it just it was I thought it, I thought it was funny, and actually the, turning the video on was great because then she I turned it around so she could see herself and she oh, stopped crying. So she stopped crying, <laughs> and then by then the toast was done. But um, <laughs> but it was. I thought it was so funny. It's just a new, a whole new interaction that we yeah. just had where, like, I actually disappointed her for the first time. I hate when they can look at your place and realize what they're not getting because, like, when they oh, get their yeah. own stuff and they're focusing on that, that was so easy. But now it's like, hey, I want that. Or, hey, I ate my bacon. Can I have yours? It's like, no, dude, this is my... Like, <laughs> I'm constantly... 
Well, that's a con- that's a constant thing we say at the at the dinner table. Like, this is my food. We gave you your food, and like we have to constantly tell them that they're always or off 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 uh, you know each other. Oh, Anna didn't Anna isn't isn't eating her bacon. I kind of take it's like no, like maybe when she's all done, like but you know she just started yeah, yeah, eating yeah. and she's like, okay, you know. But uh, yeah, no, it happens. <clears throat> you, well, did, you I think you did the right thing. Well, thanks. Well, I thank you. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for opening thank up you. season two of uh, Ranking Things. Thank and, you. Uh, this will be the first one that I've listened to. <laughs> 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 Bye.